This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. What's up? Welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast and happy Friday to you. So for today's episode, I wanted to talk about how to stay motivated as a freelancer because it can be difficult. I mean, you're your own boss in this situation, so you don't have somebody hounding you and reminding you to get things done. Yeah, you have your clients, but sometimes they can kind of leave me alone for weeks at a time and then I don't hear from them until something is due or until something comes up. So it can definitely be tough, especially if you are doing this as your side hustle or if you have kids or, you know, if you have something going on in your personal life. And so this is kind of like the second priority to you. Um, and so this is kind of on top of, and in, in addition to you, another big priority in your life. So that's what this episode is going to be about. And I hope that it is helpful for some of you guys. But before we do that, I wanted to take a second to read an iTunes review. So today's review comes from Music Happens, who says, I love Latasha's insights. She provides such amazing information to listeners. You'll always have something actionable to do to improve your side hustle. Highly recommend. Thank you so much, Music Happens. And it means the world to me whenever I see new iTunes reviews are posted. So if you wouldn't mind just taking a second, it honestly takes about a minute to just scroll down to the bottom of the page um, on the podcast kind of homepage. If you click on the podcast name, should bring you there, scroll all the way down, and then you can click on write a review. Give me a star review, hopefully five stars if you don't mind, and then leave a little note for me and I'll read your review on air sometime. So thank you guys for everyone who's done that so far. And let's get into the episode, shall we? Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James and I'm your host. This podcast is a deep dive into the challenging, exciting, and oh so rewarding world of freelancing. From tips and advice to interviews with the people who are doing it right, this show is for anyone looking to get their hands a little bit dirty and make monetizing their passion a reality. Let's get started. First thing when it comes to staying motivated is setting goals. Now, honestly, goals are, are everything when it comes to big things, small things. I mean, daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. I could go on and on. So just like an example of this, I mean, I talked about my 2019 goals a couple episodes ago and what I wanted to accomplish for my business this year. So those are goals, obviously. Um, but I also have goals for each of my clients. So not all of my clients have the same goals or outcomes or, um, you know, are going to accomplish the same things. So I need to sit down and make goals for them. Then I also set monthly goals or quarterly goals, both for myself and my, for my business. Maybe let's say for myself, I will set a goal that every single quarter 
I want to have 50 new course enrollments or 100 new course enrollments, whatever that is. I haven't sat down and made those goals for this year yet, but I definitely like to break up those things. Um, for my clients, it might be that I want to increase our reach because our reach on Facebook has been really low lately. So I know that every single month, I wanna make sure that our reach is increasing. So those things are kind of easy to say, right? It's sort of easy to come up with the goals, really, when you know what the problem is or know you know how much money you wanna make or, or what the you know big picture objective is for your client. But what's hard is being accountable for those goals. And it's hard to know how to get to those goals and reach those goals. So I think a lot of people forget this step. Now, setting SMART goals too, I wanna say, I talk about those a lot in a Journey Social, my online course, but setting SMART goals, so specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely, those are important. But I think it's also important to set objectives or steps, whatever you wanna call them, assign those to each goal as well. Because saying I wanna increase my client's reach every month, okay, but how? Like, how am I gonna do that? And how am I gonna hold myself accountable every day to make sure that I'm doing something every day that's going to help contribute to that? So example, I need to post more content, let's say. Maybe it's that I only post it on Facebook twice a month or something like that uh, for that client. So I know that if I wanna reach more people, I need to just publish more content. So that's something that can easily be broken up into a weekly or even daily task. It means, hey, post on Facebook today or, you know, Maybe maybe it's not posting every day. Maybe it's every couple of days, whatever it is. Maybe when it comes to my course. So let's say, like I said, my, my goal for myself was to sell 50 courses each quarter. So I know that every week I need to be posting or mentioning my course in a podcast episode or on a YouTube video or on my Twitter or something like that. So you can actually break those up into steps that actually allow you to reach those goals instead of just having like a giant number goal that you're never going to hit. You know what I mean? So I like to use Asana to measure my progress for those things. So it's really cool because you can actually set up big, you know, projects. I think they're called in Asana. And then you can write out little steps for each one. So uh, it's nice, you know, I can say course goals for the month and I can do steps like, hey, I want to do a video, a YouTube video that's kind of um, a condensed version of the course that I can do kind of a hard sell, almost like a hard sales pitch in that video. I want to do schedule out five tweets for the month. I want to add new bumpers for my podcast where I'm selling the course. I want to, you know, reach out to influencers, whatever you want to do. So you can actually break up steps and make sure that you're hitting those goals. So yeah, I mean, goals are big and I even set daily goals. So for my daily like small tasks or to-do list, I don't really jot these down in Asana unless they're bigger, like part of a bigger initiative, if you will. But I mean, when you wake up or when you start your workday, whether it's at 9 a.m. or whether it's your side hustle and you're doing, you know, you're clocking in essentially at 5 p.m., whatever it is, sit down before you start working and just jot down a little to-do list. I just use the notes app on my uh, MacBook or the little notes, not app, like program, whatever it's called. And I'll do this either at night, like the night before, or when I first start working during the day. And I just jot down the things that I know I need to get done. And a lot of times they're really boring things, like I said, so I don't jot them down in Asana because they're not really like bigger picture. But, you know, change my address for my business uh, since I moved. Call to schedule a tour with a co-working space. Email my business partner about XYZ. 
um, you know, check inbox on Facebook, like just little things like that. And they sound like they're not that big of a deal, but they really add up. And there's just something psychologically that makes you more productive when you are able to actually cross things off of a list. So I use the little bubble on the notes, um, program there's actually like a little circle on there that you can create like bullets that you can actually check off and create a checklist so I do that a lot because it is just so satisfying to be able to actually say hey I did accomplish this hey I did sit on the phone for an hour today and make that call that I needed to and it's nice to look back on because sometimes you're like where did all my time go and what did I do and and you know it's just a nice way to keep yourself on track Okay, this one is a little bit more, um, a little bit less action-based, I guess you could say, but it's positive self-talk. I find that this is so important. This is just so important for life. So whether you're not a freelancer, whether you are, whatever, like thinking positively, it sounds so, you know, I don't know, head in the clouds, but it's really, really important. I used to find myself a lot, and I still do find myself doing this a lot, where something will go wrong, or I just wake up and I'm feeling not in a good mood, or I don't look the best that day, and I sit there and I say that to myself. I literally say, oh my gosh, Latasha, you look a mess. Like, I mean, I don't really, like, talk to myself so much, (laughs) but I'll I'll say it in my head, you know, like, oh, Latasha, you look a mess today. Like, you are not looking good. I do that a lot. And I think we all do. You know, I think we're our own worst critics. I think that's absolutely true. And stop it. Stop doing that. And not only stop it, but replace it with something positive. I know it sounds a little bit hippy-dippy, head in the clouds, whatever, but it really does work. So I know one thing that I do a lot, and I hate that I say this to myself, and I don't know why, because I know it's not true, but I say it all the time, oh my gosh, Latasha, you're such an idiot. Like if I, you know, make a mistake on something or forget to do something um, or, you know, just something, just be human, you know, as we all are. I say this over and over again. Oh my gosh, Latasha, you're such an idiot. And at a certain point, I believe that words become reality, you know, and if I keep telling myself I'm dumb, I'm not going to be confident and I'm, it's going to reflect on the next call that I take with my client. It's going to reflect in my YouTube video that I'm shooting and the podcast episode that I'm recording. And it's just not good. You deserve more than that. You're doing amazing things. If you are running a business, like that's amazing. Whether you're learning along the way, like we all are, whether you're doing it in addition to a full-time job, in addition to a family, whatever, you are amazing. Like that's amazing. That's a really solid attempt and we can all improve even the best of the best can improve I don't care who you are Gary Vaynerchuk can improve there's things that he doesn't do so well I guarantee it so don't be so hard on yourself and like I said don't just stop saying those things but replace it with something positive so I do I I'm not gonna lie to you I don't wake up every morning and stand in front of a mirror and be like Latasha you're amazing and beautiful and awesome I don't do that and maybe I should I know people who do that maybe I should but I'm not there yet. (laughs) But I do, when I catch myself saying things like, Latasha, you're an idiot, I say, no, Latasha, you're human and you tried the best that you could. Or, you know, uh, you did an amazing thing earlier and you deserve some rest because the reason that you made that mistake is probably because you're burnt out and you're tired. So, you know, 
tell yourself you look good. If you look good, you look good. Take that selfie. I mean, I try not to be a narcissist and I, I think I'm actually really far from a narcissist. I think I can be deeply insecure. So if you're similar to me, take that selfie, you know, put on that face of makeup if it makes you feel confident. It really does make a difference. So self-talk, it's important. Um, say it out loud if you're not too embarrassed to. Tell yourself you're awesome out loud. I mean, again, I don't do this every day. I'm not there. Uh, there's nothing wrong if you do do that though. So speak very highly of yourself because while we can be our own worst critics, especially as freelancers, we are, we have to be our own best cheerleaders as well. Because if you think that you're an idiot, if you think that you are ugly, if you think that you're worthless, what are your clients going to think about you? If you're out there trying to pitch yourself, pitch your services to a prospective client and you're like down in the dumps about yourself and you don't believe in yourself, well, why should they, why should they believe in you? So you got to be your own best cheerleader. You got to know how to talk yourself up. And I think within that, you know, a little bit of a different, different topic, but also like develop your elevator pitch figure out how to sell yourself to others. And I think this is one of the big things that I can tell an amateur freelancer or somebody, you know, just getting started from somebody who's been doing this forever. Or And this is true for career too, like a newbie versus very established professional in their career is their elevator pitch. If I say, hey, like, tell me about what you do. And they're like, oh, you know, I, um, I, I just like post social media posts for people versus well, Latasha, you know, I own a social media company that's that helps small and medium businesses reach their ideal clients online through digital channels. Those are two different elevator pitches. That second one was off the top of my head. And so it wasn't very good. But you know, if you can tell that you're taking great pride in what you're doing, if you can tell that you're really know what you're doing, and you're not just like, have this concept in your mind, that's kind of broad and vague. That's kind of how I can tell. And I think that your clients are going to be able to tell too. So come up with that elevator pitch that is positive and proves that you can do what you say you're going to do. And this should be a really short thing. This is like your party intro. You know, if somebody comes up to you at a cocktail party and asks, what do you do? This should be what you say. So anyway, positivity, self-talk, elevator pitches, all of that. These are going to help you be your best self and get more clients. And then the last thing that I find that's really helpful for me from a day-to-day perspective is establishing routines. I mentioned, I did a video a few weeks or months back now. Uh, It was like a day in the life of a social media manager or something like that. And I got dressed and I try to get dressed every single day. Now, I don't always put on jeans and cute boots, but I do at least put on, you know, a comfy sweater and maybe some stretchy type pants even sweatpants, like anything that's not pajamas, that is a huge motivator. The few days where I do stay in my pajamas or, you know, stay in something like really, you know, really um, lazy-ish, maybe I'm not feeling great that day or whatever. That's really the only times I do that. But when I do do that, I notice I'm so much less productive. All I want to do is just sit at my desk and eat or, you know, like just do anything but do the work that I need to do. And this is true for anyone who works from home as well. So yeah, the only times I don't get dressed are when I don't feel good. But if not, if I'm feeling 100%, get dressed, put something on. I'm going to link actually a few of my favorite pieces that are really comfy because you want to be comfy at home, but that still look really nice. And I'm a big believer just in general that 
looking good makes you feel good. And I'm not saying go out and get like, you know, plastic surgery and put a full face of makeup on all day because that's not what makes somebody beautiful anyway. That's at least my belief. Uh, but just doing little things like for me, I hate it when my lips are crusty. (laughs) So using chapstick or lip gloss, I love how mascara makes me look. I feel like if I put on mascara and nothing else, I feel on point. So I try to do that. Not every day necessarily, but you know, I try to do that because it makes me feel good about myself. When I look in the mirror after using the bathroom, I feel a little sense of pride and you know, it sounds really superficial and it probably is, but find little things like that. For some people, it might be something totally different. You know, it might be a really nice outfit. I know some people I know just really thrive and feel good when they're wearing a suit. So if you got to wear a suit, wear a suit, put on a blazer, whatever. Uh, it's it's going to be different for everybody, but establishing those routines that can help make you feel good, that help make you look good can in turn help you feel good. But it's also good to just have a routine and have that natural flow of, of, of a work day, you know, because... I guess another time when I don't get dressed or when I don't go through kind of my routine is on the weekends when I'm doing work on the weekends. And I'm like, you know, I can work from bed on the weekend, uh, edit podcast episodes in bed, whatever. And like, sometimes it's nice because your body needs to relax too. But I just am not, I'm not 100%, you know, I'm not as motivated to get things done. I feel lazier and it's just, it's just not quite as effective. Another routine that I like to have in every single one of my freelancing days or days in general is taking a walk, moving your body around because it can feel very isolating and uh, just kind of like claustrophobic, I guess you could say, being a freelancer sometimes. I mean, if you're sitting in your house by yourself, especially if you don't have a co-working space or anything like that, you're just sitting alone all day it can get really weird. Like I don't like it. So I try to get out of the house at least once per day, even if it's just, you know, to grab coffee, to run a quick errand on my lunch break, to just take a walk around my community, whatever it is. I try to at least spend 10 minutes of the day, (laughs) just 10 minutes outside or doing something, running to my car for something, checking the mail, whatever it is, just make sure that you get a routine going because it's good for you and it helps. It helps. Some of my best ideas have come from those times. You know, if I'm like at a roadblock, I'm like, I don't know what to write about. I don't know what social post to post. And I just go on my lunch to, you know, check the mail or whatever. Some of my best ideas come during those times. So I think it's really important to change things up and get a new change of scenery, talk to somebody, talk to a human other than yourself or your partner, whoever you live with. So do that. And then another really important routine is eating healthy. This sounds really, again, probably pretty silly, but eating healthy is so important for keeping your brain working the way that it should. And again, just, you know, getting yourself in that positive mindset and feeling good. You know, when I, when I eat good, I feel good. Let me tell you that, you know, when I eat greasy food and just like, I'm not taking care of my health, I don't feel good about myself and I don't feel motivated to do anything. But when I eat like beautiful, delicious, colorful salads and, you know, really nice hydrating things and drink water, drink water is important. Uh, I feel good. I feel motivated and I feel ready to take on the day. So those are just a few of the ways that I stay motivated when I'm working from home on my business. It can be tough and I'm sure that I'm missing a bunch of other ways, but 
these are some of the big things that I find help me. So let me know what you guys do to stay motivated. Go ahead and tweet me at a journey East, send me a message or comment on my latest Instagram post over at a journey East underscore. You can also join the Facebook group. It's called money making micro influencer. And until next time, I will uh, talk to you guys on social and I'll see you guys here next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. And that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to let me know. Rating this podcast is a huge help. And you can also tweet me at a journey east with comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Lastly, make sure to join my private Facebook group, Money Making Micro Influencer, if you're interested in elevating your influence and taking charge of your personal brand. There are so many like-minded, bright individuals in there, and it's a place I love to offer up free advice and a little bit of extra fun into. You can find it by searching Facebook for Money Making Micro Influencer. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. 